0: (laughs) bitch fight me (laughs) i mean you guys are
1: a video platform and i'm just a weird dude with way too much equipment that just puts things out on the internet it's fine so everybody we're back again with another this is a dual guest same time it's a three-way conversation with a fourth person fourth person standing by looking amazing with his great hair and his stunning good looks and his great personality. He does have gray hair, that's for sure. And he is good too.
2: looking too. I
1: mean, very, I might fairly. marry him one day. Yeah. I heard he's already married.
2: I heard he got a hot catch. That's
1: the truth. <sighs> he's ma- he's married in all the right ways, meaning, in our hearts, he's married to all of our hearts. But we're not allowed to play gay chicken, apparently.
2: No, he's mine. (laughs) I'm going to draw the line right there. I'm
1: trying to get him to spit his drink out through his nose. I don't know if it's, I don't know if I'm going to get it. All right, folks, we're back here with another, with some more guests to another GD podcast, which it sounds a little weird because these are the actual hosts of the shooter's mindset. We've got Jennifer Barrett, Greg Cannon. I'm really glad I didn't say names because I didn't know that was your last name. Back uh, to the whole her getting married thing. Right. I, see, this is why. I, I,
2: you would change your name for this, wouldn't you?
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Without a doubt.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: See? it's. See, but I did it
2: first, so now you can't. I, I know.
1: But my kids, but my, my youngest's middle name is Barrett.
2: Oh, that's a nice name. I like is,
1: it. It is a good name. It's a good last name. It's a good middle name. All the way around, good name. So, we're going to do the lightning round. What's your morning routine when you're in town? Like on a normal day. What do you do? Like a normal day at home? Yeah, like weekday, weekend, whatever. What's your your morning routine?
2: Uh, I roll out of bed as late as possible, shower as fast as possible, and get out the door probably later than I'm meant to be.
1: Okay. Are you getting a coffee? Are you eating anything? No? Nothing. Just Just roll out? Just run out the door and grab a Pop-Tart. Okay, a Pop-Tart. So you do eat. Fantastic. What about you, Greg?
0: Pretty similar. Um, Wake up on the third to fourth alarm. Um... You know, pre start the shower on the on the third vibration of the toothbrush. You know, I got one of those fancy ones that vibrates every thirty seconds.
1: Oh.
2: And okay. it only
0: I have dual shower heads and it only takes me thirty seconds to warm up the shower now.
2: This is way more than so. we <laughs> ever wanted to know about how Greg Cannon showers. <laughs> so
0: on the third vibration, after a minute and thirty seconds of toothbrushing, I cut on the shower. Um, it heats up in that last thirty to forty five seconds in between the brushing last quadrant of my teeth and uh, Quadrant. You know, the rinse. Um, you know shower dress grab the lunch box um, I got it from Bucky's actually my great buddy Tony Muni um, he was at Bucky's and picked it up for me and that is preloaded with a Walmart brand equate meal replacement shake as well as one of three varieties of cereal bar that I'll eat once I get to work and then I speed a lot uh, about 20 to 25 miles an hour over the speed limit until I show up to work a little bit later than planned but still at an ease an hour.
1: allegedly speed. Oh no, it's full oh, on speeding. Okay, I mean, fair enough.
0: We're talking an eighty-five and a, and a sixty-five.
1: Well, I'm glad you didn't mention where you live, so none of the cops there can find you. Um, what does your spouse or kid, or does your spouse or kid shoot?
2: So we're working on that. Okay. As most of you know, my husband and I just got married. And Congratulations. He, thank you. He, we, he's shot before, but not ever PRS, um, okay. as a lot of people have never heard of PRS or whatever. So he is, uh, we are actually in the process of getting him a GA Precision Gun. Ooh. Yes. And so, yeah, I think next year we'll be starting some of that.
1: Are you going to get, like, a full custom build? Or are you going to get their production gun? Like, what caliber? PPR. What A PPR? Mm. Six Creed. Creed. Okay. Okay. And you're not married and have no legitimate children that we know about.
0: I have um, two fish. Fair enough. Um, They don't (laughs) shoot. Um, I'd like them to. But the lack of trigger fingers is a challenge right now. I was going to say lack
1: of arms and not being able to breathe oxygen.
0: Yeah, that too.
1: Okay. What resources do you use to learn things about shooting? And this is almost like a shameless plug for you guys.
0: I'll go first on this one since she's laughing right now. Um, We host the podcast, The Shooter's Mindset, which is a great excuse to invite some of the most skilled people in the world of precision shooting onto our show. And we could word questions like, for our viewers that aren't aware, and we can ask a question. when really we have no clue what we're talking about, and we if we put the, you know, for our viewers that aren't aware in front of it, we don't look dumb for asking these questions to really smart people. You know, we've had great guests on the show like, you know, Brian Litt, Samuel Praslick, uh, Chances. Chances. And, yeah. uh, you know, it, it helps a lot to be able to act smart in front mm-hmm. of these people while asking questions that we don't know the answer
1: to.
2: Yeah, I, I would say the same thing. I would say to...
1: OK, we're back because I'm a terrible person and didn't have spare batteries on me. Um, apparently, when uh, the Zoom H6 says it has half battery capacity, it's a complete and total lie because it, it means died. half a
2: minute.
1: Yeah, it means half a minute. So we had some technical difficulties, just like Greg, on a daily basis. But we're going to pick it up where we left off.
0: Listen, my shower works fine. My fish are fed. We're all good. You know what? Who's feeding the fish right now? Okay. I got So, if you go to Walmart, they got these little little things. They actually look like little fishies. They're called five-day vacation feeders. And if you throw it in the fish tank before you leave, it will feed your fish for five days while you're on vacation.
1: That's awesome. I know. See, that's a fun fact. That's a fun fact. I like it. We, you were talking about hosting the Shooter's Mindset. and You were talking it, it,
2: about, I think you asked uh, where you get information from. That's right. Where do you get information? If we were I would have looked at
1: my notes... Uh, yep. I asked that question. Um, that one. Yep. What resources do you use to <laughs> learn things about shooting? Yep.
2: So yeah, I will say, uh, way back a long time ago, like more than eight years ago, cause I've been doing this for eight years, which is crazy. But, uh, when I was starting to learn three gun, I watched the shooter's mindset to kind of get information from other shooters and how they did. But now that it's kind of transitioned, I'm on the show, been doing the show for a while and doing PRS. I think it's uh, important to say you need to kind of be careful where you get your resources from because there's so much information online that's maybe not accurate to our sport. It may be you need a 300 win bag. Yeah, it may be accurate to someone else's other application, but for this, for what we do, it's not accurate. So um, I always, I think we pride ourselves on putting people on that actually know what they're talking about and are, okay. are good resources. So that's good, and I love to listen to them. And I learned something from each one of them. But I am careful who I listen to. But, like, Phil Vallejo, um, Francis Cologne, and Chad Heckler, Emil Praslick, you know, all those guys. Regina Milkovich, all those oh, yeah, are people sure. that have helped me through the years with information. And, and I think you just got to be careful who you're asking.
1: Air so I think
2: people in the sport that are succeeding in the sport are the people you should look to to get information from.
1: I, I 100% agree on that. So you said people that are knowledgeable and that you trust is who you have on the show. Um, hence why I haven't been on there. Got it. Got it. <laughs> um, 100%. Okay. Person you want to train with. Who do you want to train, go to their training class, or just hit the range with? JTAC. You want to go to JTAC? I
2: do. Okay. I would like to go out there. I think those guys are great. Um For anybody that doesn't know, that's uh, Justin Watts, Tate Streeter, Austin Orgain, and Clay Blacketter. And all of those guys are top, top rung. I mean, they've all been here at the AG Cup. Some of them are here this year. Austin won it before. Um, I think that they put their money where their mouth is. I think they know what they're doing. I think they're really good at reading wind, and I'm not. So there we go. I want to go learn how to read wind with JTAC.
1: Okay. What about you?
0: Dude, like, I, I try and say different things than her, but ditto.
1: Yeah. I mean, I want to go train with JTAC, too. Um, it's,
0: the, it's the largest concentration of uh, golden bullets and uh, giant cups. Yes. Also,
2: Austin had a really cool sweatshirt on today that looked like shooting stars instead said JTAC, and I really want it.
0: That was a pretty sweet sweatshirt. Have you, seen
1: their, have you seen their shooting logs? Like, the leather-bound books with, like, smells of rich mahogany, like, those are some really nice now I'm data books. Now have win. you seen one?
2: Uh, no, but y'all should buy me one for Christmas.
1: Go go find them on the range tomorrow while you're doing your guys' fancy stuff and go look at, like, Clay Blackheader's data book. It's They they are amazing. Like, like thick, hard leather data are books. Are they,
2: like, the pages have the templates of what you should fill out for each stage? No, or? it's just, like,
1: what they put their matchbook in. Like, gotcha. put their matchbook in, has the pen, like, it all that stuff. It just looks bougie. Oh, it's bu- it's, like, beyond bougie.
0: Yeah. I like, that that may be bougie, but like I'm I'm kind of a fan of where where the where'd that plan come from? B- basically, you know, show up to the la- the match with a laminator and some one inch binder rings. Yeah, yeah, Ryan Hay. Ryan
2: Hay.
1: Yep, Hay. yep I think that that's came from. That's that's a solid that's a solid plan. Like. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it worked out at Alabama when they were there because it rained both days. Because rain the clouds follow me. So. Precision I mean, rain m- series, dude. <laughs> fair enough. Um, <coughs> now, this is a little bit of a tricky question because we're on a range. But what's your favorite shooting range?
2: The one that I have access to at that moment.
1: Okay, fair. Honestly,
2: I, lo- like, I love... There's so many different ranges, and I love getting to go to all of them. But uh, where I live, it's not so easy to go find 1,000, 1,200 yards to shoot. So the one that I get to shoot, you know, that I have access to is probably my favorite. Okay.
1: Okay. What about you?
0: I'm probably going to say right where we're at. I mean, this is a beautiful range. Yeah. It is a beautiful range. We're I at, love it. We're at K&M, for those of you that don't know. But it's eight hours from my house. Right. So, so that's the please
2: move it to Augusta, Georgia for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 I, I hate <laughs> driving to k but if I am at a range, K&M is my favorite range I've ever been to. It's the only range I've been staying in an Airbnb full of females and had a female say, we need to hurry up and go to the range
1: where the toilets are clean so that I can go to the bathroom. That is a first. That is a, That would be a first. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of first, what was your first gun?
2: An M&P 22 pistol.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, that was my first gun ever. Okay. I'd never held a gun before. I was about 34, 35.
1: So, like, two years ago. Got it. Okay. Excellent. So, Greg, first gun. New England Arms 22-inch
0: 20-gauge single-shot shotgun.
1: Way to be different, bud. Way it was
0: seventy nine ninety nine, and I was
1: eleven. Very accurate on the on the age range. Fair enough, fair enough. And then, have so I asked who you want to train with, but have you attended a shooting school already? I have not. Okay, you have <coughs> not attended a shooting school. I have not. It's, it's something okay. that
0: I would I would love to do. Um, I'm limited in time you know weekends off and now in this crazy world we live in now ammo of yeah components yep and everything like that um it's something i would really really like to do um i've put it off for too long um and there's some things that i think having somebody better than myself spending a weekend helping me with i could definitely benefit from um but to put into perspe- perspective uh in 20 what year is it 2022 i've shot two two days right so i've not spent a whole lot of long
1: and long i think i was at running. your last two day and that was oh gosh complete cluster oh dude, dude.
0: So, yeah I, that was my lowest finish ever yeah um i i started off shooting pretty good yeah um,
1: and then it just went to a meltdown
0: it, but yeah you know it happens. Yeah, I got sixty-five dollars worth of cleaning supplies from Walmart. Spent a long night in the in the hotel, soaking and scrubbing and soaking and scrubbing, and shot two other people's guns over the course of the weekend. And you know, I learned a lot about the generosity of the the PRS shooters. You know, you always you yep. always hear of you know, oh, if something breaks, you got to be careful because everybody's going to b- bombard you with their spares and their extras. Um,
1: and I mean, the, it happened today. Yeah, uh,
0: you know, on my on my second half of. Of uh, Saturday, I shot Adam Peeney's absolutely beautiful 6.5. Um, foundation stock impact action. Oh, I shouldn't have shot that because. Now both you of want those, one? Uh, yes. Yeah, so so I'm much. building one,
1: so I, I feel you.
0: And then Sunday, I shot Roger Curry's 6.547. Built know. by L3 Rifles. Dude, oh, that thing was a friggin' hammer. Yeah. Except for it took me halfway through the day to learn how to shoot a 6.547, so, you know. Yeah. I shot a lot of dirt. I didn't blow myself up. I didn't blow up Christy. She, she walked by a minute ago. She was super – she wouldn't even come in the bus with me. I wouldn't have. I
1: wouldn't have either. Have you been to a shooting school?
2: I've not been to a shooting school. I've done some virtual training with Bill Vallejo.
1: Okay. Um, we were kind of talking about that yesterday, mm-hmm. about how he kind of took you under his wing.
2: He did, yeah. In the beginning. Yep. He kind of watched me um, as a disaster at my very first PRS match. Uh, no, he was very kind and came over and kind of gave me some tips, and then he uh, helped me virtually, you know, which you think, how can you do that? But on FaceTime, you can actually do a lot trying to figure yeah. out if someone has their scope wrong, if they're not behind the gun right, natural point of aim. Um, I learned a tremendous amount from him on how to hold the gun, how to pull the trigger, and um, what slapping the trigger is, and <laughs> how to not do that. Right. Um You know, and follow through, just keeping your face on the gun, follow through, a lot of things. So, and I know he's doing a lot of that virtual stuff. So, I would say for anyone, uh, I also would like to go to a class in person. But if you can't, I definitely think that um, he can definitely help people virtually.
1: So, I'm actually taking his class in January (coughs) at Altus. Oh, nice. That'd be awesome. So, they have their... Air quotes intro to precision rifle, and then they have, which is like two days, and then they have their, um, like get better at competitions class, and that's the one that I'm taking mm-hmm. in January. Um, and I've talked to, a little bit to him about that, like which rifle I should bring. Like he's like, bring your comp gun, dude. Like that's what you shoot, so that's what you should yep. bring. I was like, okay, cool. Um, so I'm super excited to, to take that class. Um, so shooter's mindset, like, you said you watched the shooter's mindset, and now you are the shooter's mindset. So, kind of, t- how did that work?
2: <laughs> so, yeah. So Anthony Cruz actually started the shooter's mindset in either 2012 or 2013. I'm not 13. sure. 13. Okay. Um, and it was they did a lot of pistol, uh, but they had big pistol shooters on, and uh, they kind of did some three gun shows and I was starting to get into three gun and didn't know what I was doing. And so like
1: everybody that starts in three gun, we never yeah, knew what you You we never were doing. know
2: what you're doing. Right. And so trying to figure out like, Oh, I have to load a shotgun like that. Okay. Um, so, you know, just watching the show every Wednesday night and I would comment and, you know, I would ask questions that he would ask the guest, which I think is the best thing about the shooters mindset is you can watch it live and you can ask a question in the comments and then we'll ask the, the guest what that, question is, and uh, I guess he, he had a female host that was, um, you know, other things in life were happening, and so she was moving on, and he wanted another female on there. Um, it was him and Dustin Pluth and Kelly uh, Samsel, and she was going to stop, so he wanted another female. So he reached out to me and was like, hey, you want to be on The Shooter's Mindset? And I was like, uh, I guess. Like, I had no idea what I was getting into, but it was super fun. Um, got into it, and so for a couple years, he really I mean, he still was the host, and mm-hmm. I would just kind of be there supplemental and ask a couple questions or help, you know, feed the live You questions. were the looks of the
1: show, let's face it.
2: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, we, you know, that went along for a little while. And then um, when I started shooting PRS in 2017, uh, I kind of – and actually the way I got into PRS was from the shooter's mindset because um, – <laughs> I
1: don't know. We're getting weird feedback now. I don't know what that is.
2: That is weird.
1: That is super weird. That's never happened. That's what she said. So, um,
2: so the way I got into PRS was because we had Regina Milkovich on the show because she was the first female to win a PRS match, an a, overall a national two-day, yes, yeah, a t- national two-day match. So we had her on the show just because it was a very noteworthy thing, and um, yeah, her name's right up there on the board. Yep. Sure and is. so we had her on and. Then that following year for the Gap Grind, she reached out to me and asked if I would be um, someone that she knew needed an amateur, and she asked if I would do it, and it kind of got me into it. And so the more it morphed and became kind of PRS-focused, because that was the people that I knew and was dealing with was PRS people. So I got to where we were having PRS shows, and Anthony kind of just dropped off. He had some life changes, and so then it kind of became... Like where I was hosting it mostly, so he Anthony is still very um, involved in the background. He okay. will help us upload. You know, he's at home right now put stuff on Instagram and things okay. like that.
1: Mm. Yeah, because we don't have cell service out here. <laughs> like none of this stuff is oh posted right now. Oh we have right cell
2: now. service now because we have Starlink. Because Shooter's Mindset got Ultimate Ballistics here, but
1: well, okay, us us Commons <laughs> <laughs> don't don't have the interwebs.
2: But it is nice now to have yeah. it and be able to do live. But, yeah, that's kind of how I became the host of it. And Anyway.
1: So, here's the who's the weird guy behind the camera? Oh, wait, that's Greg. So, how did you get involved with Shooter's Mindset?
0: So, actually, very similar to the way Jennifer did. Um, I moved to Augusta, Georgia. I got bullied into shooting a Carby match. I think it was my first match. Yeah. Um, and then there was this cool-looking chick in a jersey that was always there, whooping up on everybody. And for some reason, uh, she you naturally to... gravitated. Yeah, there there was a group of four of us that just kind of became like BFFs. They okay. all
2: wanted to beat me.
0: We didn't tell her that at first. Oh we, yeah, but you, you know never... that whole like you befriend your enemy. Yeah. And like for some reason, you know, it's a bunch of you know, you got some old fat dudes like with overalls, like barely keep their pants up. You know, they got to hit their inhaler between standing up. There's just chick out there smoking, and we're like, we're gonna
1: we're gonna whoop her ass. Um, And then she skull dragged you.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, But we we became really good friends really quick. Um, And, you know, she's like, hey, I do this podcast thing, and you guys don't know what you're doing. You should listen to us. So we started listening. Um, And uh, I think one day – I taught them,
2: and then they beat me. Oh, see (laughs) –
1: See, that's, what happened. that's um, what happened. I think
0: she was at SHOT Show and was having some technical issues. So, you know, she messaged our, we had a Facebook group, of like four of us. And, you know, I helped get videos from SHOT Show to the general public. And um, I was talking with Anthony about something because him and I started talking when I was helping them from the technical side at SHOT Show. Um, and the Clevingers used to uh, be on, they'd, they'd switch back and forth in between Nikki and Heath and Um, they just kind of disappeared and we were talking something about the ad I was asking if they needed a hand and then all of a sudden before I know it there's a new uh, a new Facebook group chat called the new TSM crew 2018 or 2019 one of the two Um, and then I was part of the shooters (laughs) mindset I took over um, you know I don't speak as clearly have as good insightful questions as Jennifer but I'm good on the technical side I'm good behind the camera um, and, you know, you look we start,
1: great behind the camera. Like you I look
0: so much better behind the camera than in front of it. That well, is for. I
1: didn't or. even mean that, but that's also true. I meant like, you're. You get in there. You get the angles of the shooters. You position yourself. You're never in the way of the shoot. Like you're really good behind the camera. You you've got the you 3D printed the little thing that holds the mic so. Jennifer can sit there and use the mic and talk about stage descriptions like you know what you're doing you're very you're very technically savvy which is awesome because I am not super technically savvy hence why my my recorder died in the middle of it
0: I don't know dude this thing has so many buttons on it I have no clue how to use this I I have a I have an iPhone (laughs) Um, I mean, that sometimes <laughs> I can tell mean.
2: he's been sitting there the whole time wanting to push buttons on that thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> like I
0: want to see what happens if I crank one of these knobs. I mean, oh, you just that? get louder. Wait, does this thing have an LCD screen on it? Yeah. Oh, so you can see how loud we talk. Yes. So I'm I'm on mic four because I'm talking louder. No, today. you're on t- mic three actually. oh because that's
1: three or four. It's three and
0: four. Oh wow. So does that mean I'm twice as powerful as you guys? No. Oh dang.
1: Just single. You're still single. I'm definitely
0: still single. By the way, ladies.
1: But if you notice, you'll, you're only hearing yourselves in one headphone. Yeah, the left one. You're No, I'm, you're,
0: I'm in the right one, and you're in the left one.
1: Right, and you're the same thing. We've learned that yesterday when I did uh, 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 Chances, uh, their podcast that we, I recorded. I figured that out, that if you're going to do two people, you need to do it on three and four, or else it just comes in really weird. But you're doing a really good job.
0: Like Thank you. I've all never
1: the, done, I've all never the done videos, a podcast before. All the, videos th- <laughs> yeah. all the video stuff, like, comes out really clean, really clear. Like, I don't know how to set up, like, a four-way Facebook Live. Like, I don't know if you're running it through Zoom or mm-hmm. just Facebook Live. I, like, I don't know how to do that crap. So, like, you guys got a leg up on me. Like, I'll record something on Zoom and then post it and, like, rip the audio out. Like, that's how I have to do it.
2: Sometimes live is terrifying.
1: Oh, yeah. I bet it yeah, is. Yeah,
2: because sometimes it derails and it becomes – a train wreck, dumpster fire.
1: And you don't know what to say next.
2: And everything's on fire. Yeah.
1: No, then you have <laughs> to <laughs> like, delete I'm fine. the episode the next morning. Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. So at the at the match, at the Magnola or not at the MPA match, I actually was smart enough to set my phone up and I set up and I did an Instagram live with You're live on Instagram? I did live on Instagram at MPA Dang. and I did it with um Matt Ansley and Ryan Harnage and, or Harrod, uh, Ryan Harrod, and I did it that, but I forgot to hit record on this. So we sat there and talked the whole time. Nothing got recorded. It was like 20 minutes. Oh, no. So I had to go home and then I played the video from my Instagram and recorded it on this and then tried to rip the, it was, it came out like you can listen to the episode from that match. It came out. Like the first fifteen minutes is hot garbage, but the rest of the episode is great because I actually remembered to hit the button. Yeah, that's how that that's how that episode. I know what it's like to be like crap.
0: Yeah, and we've all had those moments. You know, we're we're a, a multi-platform podcast now. You know, we we go live on Tuesday nights on the Shooters Mindset Facebook page. Yep. Um, which is what we've done for years and years and years. But then one day I was like what are these? And I don't even know what we call that. Like, you know, we always call it the show, but you know, if you tell your boss, I got to leave. Cause you know, for the show. And they're like, do you not have TiVo or something? And yeah. Like, no, 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 no. I'm doing a, a thing. I don't know what to call it, but I'm doing a thing. Um, but then we recently went, I was like, have you guys heard of these podcasts things? And I did uh, some Googling and I figured out how to make one. And so by the way, we're doing it now, you know, we go live and then we have our, our recording that separates the audio and the video track. Yep. If you remember to hit the record button. So, you know, starting off, you know, we started off with this a little bit before COVID. um, Before, like, people knew how to do, like, these video conference things. uh, Nowadays, you know. It's second nature for a lot of people. You know, saying, like, hey, we're going to have a Zoom meeting tonight is just as easy as saying, hey, I'm going to call you at 7. Yeah um so we were still in the infancy of this whole new technology thing learning it ourselves and the amount of shows that we just had total train wrecks i think our biggest show ever i think it was an ag cup show um i think it was uh, where we i think it was we had all i don't know we had like eight people on this show and we were excited It was gonna be like our biggest show ever (laughs) and zoom was just being a total pain in the butt i think it was i think we were on zoom at the time and but all that's that came so much further now and it's yep. it's a lot there's a lot more it's, video it's,
1: processing platforms yeah sure. and,
0: and there I feel like they've invested back in their technology because everybody's using it now um, it makes it a lot easier for us there's a lot less troubleshooting and a lot more of just remembering it to hit the little round button that says record yep and if you do that everything works seamless
1: I mean I got a big butt red button right in front of me and I still forget to press that thing man yeah I'm a big dummy sometimes yeah it's me too It's funny
2: explaining what you're doing though like talking about Asking your boss, like, coming to this match, people are like, where are you going? You're going out of town? What are you doing yep. in Tennessee? Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm covering media for the AG Cup. And they're like,
1: the what is cup? that?
2: And your, your media? Like, because, I mean, people at work don't necessarily know that I do a podcast. Right. And so, funny.
1: my boss found out that I do a podcast. <clears throat> so, now everybody's going to listen to it. So... Hi guys, boss. He's a great guy. Um, I hope uh, <laughs> yeah. that
0: he could continue his uh, progression of promotions. Um,
2: so you don't want us to tell that one story,
1: dude? Shh! <laughs> throw it out. There's no shame here. Um, no. So like, we we were sitting there, and anytime like for the military at least, like corporate, I don't know how that works because I've never really been in that world. But when we find out we're getting a new person immediately to Facebook or Instagram to try and stalk them to figure out like, okay, is this guy cool? Is this guy weird? It is
0: exactly the same way, except for we have select people in the office. Hi, Sarah. Um, (laughs) just like, they'll be in the other room and hear like, Oh, this person is interviewing. And you'll just hear like, Oh my gosh, they did this. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's an everywhere thing.
1: Okay. So some people look me up and they found out that I'm, I shoot, I shoot. Okay. Um, I'd say you shoot rather swell sir. And then they uh like we got some new rifles in and stuff like that. So now like I'm the resident like marksman of the shop and I'm like guys I'm I'll give you some pointers and I'll give some like in-shop like OJT training, but if we're going to bring somebody in to sh- like teach us how to shoot, I'm calling somebody else. Like cuz this is a hobby. This isn't what I actually do and there's way more like way more to it than just like Put the crosshairs on the thing and pull the trigger. There's way more to that. And I can do some of that, but I can't necessarily instruct some of that. I'm
2: not sure that the general public understand what all goes into what they, we do in PRS. I mean, it's more, it is so much more than just pulling a trigger. You could take <clears throat> a teenage kid that's not really shot much, put them behind a gun, kind of show them how to hold the crosshairs if you tell them the wind and you tell them what to do they can do it I think a lot of our game happens at home before Mm -hmm. you get here and your equipment being in good functioning order you knowing your equipment knowing your round loading appropriately and you know to where you have accurate ammo yeah is huge and then knowing how to interpret the wind and make those decisions on the clock you know there's a lot to it that I I did not realize until I got into it, and I don't think the general public realize what all kind of goes into it. It's kind of fun.
1: Yeah. So I'm gonna tell on myself mm-hmm. the thoughts and opinions that are about to be expressed are explicitly the thoughts and opinions of Guy DeMarco and do not reflect on Texan DeMarco, the EOD career field, or the United States Air Force. Now the disclaimer's out of the way. The Air Force went and purchased some Heckler and Coke. M110 Alpha 1 308 gas guns for smutting purposes. I'm an EOD guy. We shoot submunitions, landmines, explosives with bullets to try and get them to low order or break apart so they don't function as designed and hurt people or damage equipment, right? You would think if we're going to shoot something small at a great distance that they would give us a tool that is capable of doing such. Well, yeah, we are. No, no, not at all. Not at all, Chances. I thought you were doing
2: mic casting. <laughs> mic podcast, mic podcast. We've never done this before.
1: Yeah. yeah. Have you guys ever done one of these podcast things? This is so cool. I thought you guys were just playing
2: flip
1: cup. Oh, yeah, definitely playing flip cup. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was Chances, everybody. So they gave us a tool, and it's a great tool, but it's not necessarily suited to the application. They, they think it's going to be capable of performing. Not only did they give us a platform, they gave us an optic that nobody in their right mind with any knowledge would put on that rifle. Now, I say that with some caveats. If they were to put anything of a higher magnification on this optic, they would have to send anybody that uses it to a designated marksmanship course, which costs money, time, extra things, right? So they put the best optic they could on the rifle without incurring additional expenses and training and everything else like that. They put a SIG 1-6 to on a M1. How
2: far are y'all shooting?
1: Great question. Some of, I won't get into specifics, smaller than this solo cup, smaller than this beer can considerably. And the safe distance that you would want to do this at over, I would I would feel safe doing it at over 150 meters with a one to six. One to six. Mm-hmm. Now, we're all pretty good shots here. From an unstable position do you think you'd be able to hit a beer can, not prone, unstable position, hit a beer can at 150 meters with a one to six?
2: Uh, maybe, yeah.
1: I'm going to say, I I don't.
2: Think about unstable positions that we've done. We do prairie dogs at 300, unstable.
0: But you're you're not at six magnification. You know you're you're still probably running ten to twelve at that. You know even I know you run 10. run out a little I'll bit run further run than 10. I do.
2: I'm also blind. They're young. They're well, Air Force. Yeah, yeah,
0: but I mean you I'm know,
1: old and I'm going to be the one doing this. I'm,
0: I'm 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 probably twelve to fifteen on something at that distance.
1: I. But I, remember, it's going to be it's potentially smaller than this. Yeah,
0: I mean you know if we're if we if we're using a beer can, um, 2020 limited edition Bud Light can as, as your as our reference here. Um, with a nice Armageddon gear uh, bureaucracy right. on it. Um, zero, zero, 0013, everybody. I, uh, you know, I could definitely shoot that at that distance, but I don't know if I could do that at six power. I don't know if I'd be able to see it at six power unless it was very high contrast. Okay. So if this is something that's like gray or brown, like I'm probably not going to be able to see that at 150 meters. Okay.
1: Now, in your head... Thinking that scenario, what ammo would you think you'd be using? So what bullet when you when I said M110, 308 gasser, what ammo immediately popped into your head?
0: Something in a green can.
1: OK, so you thought green can. What did you think?
2: I don't know. When I shot 308, I shot the gorilla.
1: Right. What did you think? Did you think like match ammo, like 168 like a grain? Like
2: 175 is what I'm thinking. Okay. Like 175 grain.
1: Would you <clears throat> think belted machine gun ammo? <laughs> no. Okay. Oh lord. Now take that. <laughs> take that information. No speed of that bullet.
2: Y'all don't chrono?
1: We don't have them. We have no ballistic calculator. You just kind of go poo 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 till it goes. What do you zero at? hundred yards. Do you even zero?
2: hundred yards. Do you even zero, bro? <laughs> exactly right.
1: <laughs> so, like, can you understand my frustration? <laughs> like, coming from this world and then seeing what the Air Force went—like, it's ju- it's just frustrating. Now I am in a position that w- hopefully I can affect some change and show some insight and some knowledge on what it actually takes. To employ this weapon system in an effective manner off that soapbox, but that's what I'm dealing with. Yeah, super fun.
0: That sounds like a blast. I mean, like literally, just just blast. Like, don't even just.
1: That's all we're going to be able to do. Yeah. The people can't see their faces, but they're just like.
2: Yeah, that would stink. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so hopefully in my last three years I'll be able to affect some change and, and get on some boards and make some intelligent purchasing suggestions because that's all we can do is make suggestions but
2: why do you think uh, and, and I'm not military so I am speaking totally out of turn and I don't know no things but I know that there are elite military groups that have the precision That we do, but there are a lot of our military that do not have the basic, uh, don't use the same tools anyway that we do in PRS. Correct. And knowing that this is all here, like, why do you think that is? Is it just that it's hard to evolve the culture of doing it, or your hubby? Your hubby's got the right answer. I I,
1: I
0: think someone else answered that question last night. Um, Somebody was saying. and not so much on the on the materials, but on the skills and the skills that we give to these people. And you know, like Guy said, you have to go to a designated marksman school to be able to use these higher magnification optics. You got to, to d- teach the people. You have
1: to be trained on everything you do.
0: And what okay. was said last night was the military has to
1: train to the lowest common denominator. I'd agree I would agree to that to a point, yes.
0: And you know, to get somebody on, you know, I'd say that the three of us <laughs> are probably on a on a fairly uh, around the same skill level when it comes to precision rifle shooting. Yeah. And to get uh you know, your lowest common denominator of an infantry unit, an EOD unit, whatever onto our skill level, that's going to take a lot.
1: I would say it depends on the unit. It depends on the mission. Like yeah. if you took, so like if you took a bunch, and no, no, like no shots cross bow, across the bow here. You take a bunch of security forces members. You could probably get them spun up pretty quick. They shoot a lot. They shoot every six months on all their weapons platforms, right? So they're pretty. I wouldn't say they're decent shots, but they're way more exposed to it. Versus you take that, like I'm in the air force, so you take that flight mechanic, the guy that's turning wrenches out of the flight line, and you bring him out here, he shoots once every 36 months. So he has a lot less experience, per se, military wise, with firearms. Like, it's going to take him longer to get spun up. Versus you take, also across the branches, right? You take a bunch of Air Force dudes out to the range, it's going to take a lot more than you take a bunch of Army dudes, Marine dudes, you know, Navy dudes, out to the range. So... There's a curve there debatable, but yes, it would take a, a lot to get a person trained up to here. Now, like, it's got to be, like, you're not going to take a finance trooper. You're not going to take a services troop. You're not going to take a, med, a medical troop out there and teach them how to engage targets at 500 yards. That's not their job, mm-hmm. right? My job is... <clears throat> is to do that my job is to potentially if it is the safest most practical way to smud ordnance. you think that we would like invest the time and effort and money buy the right equipment and then give us the training to employ that like they trust us as an EOD technician they trust us to do a whole bunch of stuff super dangerous stuff go on all these crazy trainings and missions and uh, presidential stuff and secret service all this crazy stuff but they don't want to send send us to go to this DMR course to a potentially effectively do our job it ju- it's just weird to me now granted there's between I don't know the current number because I've been out of the, I've been out of the loop for so long a thousand to 1200 of us does everybody need to go? No, I would say your E6s and below need to go. So now you're looking at probably 800, right? Sending 800 people to that course. It's a lot of time and it's a lot of money. But we have resources within the military. We have the AMU. Their whole job is to go around and train people. Who's in the AMU that shoots these matches? Ben Gossett. Ben Gossett. He's here. You Tyler got Payne. Tyler Payne. Tyler Payne. Scott Peterson. Scott Peterson. Kale uh, Harmon. Sorry, Kale. Um, Kale, like, all these dudes, their job is to go around and train people. Like, it can be done. Yeah. Is it a formal course? Maybe not. But it's some solid training.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and, you know, there's, you know, before you were talking about, you know, they shoot their guns, they shoot their guns, they shoot their guns, and that's, a quarter of the picture to being able to take a long range shot. Yep. You know, Pulling the
1: trigger is the last, I'd say the last 10% of what yep. it takes.
0: Yep. You know, there's the literally understanding the flight path of a bullet. It's not real hard. Give me two two markers on a whiteboard and, you know, I could kind of explain that to you in, you know, yeah. a couple minutes. Understanding
2: and that. scope over war. Under- I mean, if people understood that, they wouldn't shoot the top of their cars. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
1: Oh man. Seen that once or twice. Or they're, they they would not stick their muzzle next to their mirror. And then the blast from their muzzle shattered their mirror. (coughs) That too. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of stuff that goes into this stuff. Um, But yeah, like there's a lot to it. It takes a lot. I don't know how we got down this rabbit hole, but it was a fun rabbit hole. Um, (laughs) I've kind of wanted to express that from a personal opinion for a while. Do you feel better? I do a little bit. I feel
2: like you needed to get that out.
1: I did. Like, because everybody that I've explained it to is like, should have had a V8. Yeah, like, hopefully, like, I told my boss, like, (laughs) over the next three years, that's something that I want to, like, try and implement and change and, and, and do some stuff. And if that's my lasting mark on the career field, I'll feel good about myself. But, you know, who knows? We'll see. Um, so what's next on the horizon for the Shooter's Mindset? Because I brought you guys on here to talk about you guys, not necessarily my woes in the precision shooting world. We're, what's next for you guys?
0: We're uh, kind of in the process of figuring that out right now. Um, you know, we, uh, we took a step up this year with a lot more live match coverage or just match coverage in general with the, the Vortex Team Sniper Challenge this year, going out to all those events. Okay. Um, not sure what we're going to be doing next year as far as stuff like that goes. Um, you know, I think uh, I think we've kind of built a pretty cool relationship with the Ultimate Ballistics crew over the last month.
1: Dude, they, that's I'm going to go snag those people maybe tomorrow, and <coughs> I'm going to talk to them and maybe bridge the beer, the language barrier gap. But like, they, they're
2: they speak very good English. Yeah, yeah. They,
0: they do. They, they they're definitely. But if you give them really
2: challenging things, then then Jean Francois will say. I need to talk in French because I'm faster. Okay. (laughs) Which cracks me up. But, no, they're they're great.
1: It's it's a super, super cool program. Like, I love practice score. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's been great for the last 10, 15 years. But if this, like, this is where it's at. Yeah. This is gnarly. I haven't even – I've seen some of the back-end stuff, but, like –
2: Well, and they're so willing right now. Like, the whole point of them coming down here was –
1: to see they wanted to what see we it need. And,
2: and see what our needs were, and they're, like, asking. They want feedback. They yeah. want to know from match directors, well, what else do you need? What's wrong? You know, we gave them some pointers. We were out here until 11 or 10 o'clock last night, Super, 1030. Yeah. yeah, we were uh, out here just yeah. BSing in the garage. Well, like. and just giving them, like, hey, we think you should try this or we think this would work or whatever. And they, like, everything we recommended they had fixed this morning. Oh, Wow like pretty much everything went live this morning.
0: Yeah. So they they were literally on the phone with their lead dev over in France. And you know, we'd say, "Hey, can we do this?" and you know, they'd go off in the corner and they'd say some things that I have no clue what they were saying and, you know, a couple minutes later they'd hit that F5 button and all of a sudden our
1: it would your suggestion would pop yeah, up. Yeah,
0: it'd be it's there. You know, I think on on Brandon Tuesday night after we got off of the after we got off the shooter's mindset, me and Jen chatted for a little bit, and she's like, oh, what if we did this uh, this progress bar? You know, where Ooh. by looking at it, you can see, you know, how many stages a shooter shot, how many rounds they fired. And they debuted that for us last night. So they've been working very quickly to try and meet the needs of Dude, that's the awesome. American you don't, Precision right. And that's community.
1: something like you make a suggestion to a company, and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll take that under advisement. If they're doing that, like, on the fly, on, like, real time, that's – some crazy it like is, yeah. clo- that's a closed feedback loop feedback loop for sure yeah they
0: were uh, they were so excited to come and help with ag cup which you know they only drove a, a little 30-hour drive to get here <laughs> um with their brand new starlink system that uh i've heard it's not actually tesla powered internet it's space what, space spacex, SpaceX- oh. powered internet um
1: that's pretty you impressive. Know, they
0: did that just just help us. They dropped all their, you know, they're working on several cool new things, um, and they dropped all of those projects just to make sure that we had exactly the
1: system we needed for AG Cup. That's awesome. awesome. So, I've kept you here for entirely too long. Parting, yeah. parting shots. What do you got? What do you got? What do you want to put into the universe of another GD podcast that you think? the seven people that listen to this want to know?
2: I would say let us know what y'all want to hear. Like, as far as you asked about Shooter's Mindset and what we're, you know, what our future is, I think that it's a a balancing act that I struggle with trying to figure out, like, who to have on and what to talk about. And it's balancing between keeping it fresh for those that have listened for years. And then those that, like, just started shooting – six months ago and they found out about our show and they're listening to try to learn because I don't want to ever move to the point where we speak over people's heads that are beginners. I want to keep it, the whole point I love about shooter doing the Shooter's Mindset and why I love it is that we help new people get into it and learn and know what to do. So kind of like what do y'all want to hear that will help kind of keep the old guys interested but also help the new guys to learn.
1: Okay. What do you got, Greg?
0: I was just gonna say, guys, podcast is pretty awesome, and you guys should, like like and
1: subscribe or whatever. Oh wow!
0: I was trying to be nice, man. It's he's gonna cool. get a back
1: rub later, apparently. apparently. I'm gonna sub- I'm gonna uh, elicit you to do that one. Yeah, okay. uh, no, he's, uh, I, he's oh got you me. Get, you, Airbnb. My bad, forgot my bad. about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon will give him a back rub. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> no, where where can they where can they find you guys? Where can we find the Shooters mindset live show, like all that? Facebook Instagram do you guys have a TikTok like where where's all these things located we on the will interwebs? not have
2: a TikTok ever
0: the, so, so due concerned. to an age differential in between the hosts of the show um, <laughs> and the technical uh, support the, the, the elder <laughs> he health. wants
2: there to be a TikTok I'm like absolutely not I'm not having I'm, a TikTok.
0: I'm literally I'm like come on let, c- come over let's make some TikToks this would be awesome we'll get all we'll go viral we'll be almost as cool as Robert Brantley um, so our main nobody's going
1: to be that cool with cats
0: uh, yeah you're right we need some cats. The internet loves cats. You yeah. have fish. You're halfway there. Yep. Um, cat bait. Um, anyway, our primary means of, of most of our informational content is going to be on Facebook, um, where we go live. Um, it's just facebook.com slash the Shooter's Mindset. We do have an Instagram. We repost a bunch of stuff there, memes, funny stuff, whatnot. Um,
2: we have a website.
0: Yeah, we have a website, the Shooter's com. Basically links you back to all of our social media platforms and like some cool little... Bios and whatnot. Um, YouTube channel is where we, you know, we try and get stuff up there. Uh, speaking of Anthony doing stuff in the background, that's one of Anthony's big jobs is just to get stuff up on YouTube because that's just a great record. You know, where we did episode three hundred and ninety on
2: Tuesday. Yeah, dude, we're that's crazy. Four hundred. Yeah. Oh
1: my God. Who's so going to be your four hundredth guest? That's
2: what I just said. We've got ten more. Give us some suggestions. We, yeah, need, we need somebody we need really a good cool one for, for four hundred. Four hundred. Yeah.
1: I mean, you guys are automatically going to have like you're going to have the winner of the AG cup on there. Like, yes, yeah. it'll be on Tuesday. The
2: 20th, right. Uh,
0: not this Tuesday, the next the Tuesday, next whatever Tuesday, that may yep. be. Um, yeah, like, give so right, right. time to get but home and then we'll have them on. We've yeah. had, we've had every AG cup winner. We've had Brian lit Samuel Prasley back to the pistol days. I think the first episode up there, um, was it Ben Stoger?
2: I think was the first yeah, one. Ben Sto-ger I mean, we've
0: had all the big names out there. Um,
2: Ben's been on a couple times. Chris Costa's been on.
0: Yeah. Costa. There's been a lot of cool shows. So it's like I don't think that there's any guests out there um, that are going to be just like, oh, my gosh, this is the biggest, greatest
1: guest ever because we've had so many cool people. So have you had uh, Mad Pig Customs on there?
2: I don't think so.
1: Dude, Lever Guns. Lever guns are where it's at. Like, lever guns are hot this season. Lever
0: guns are pretty dope. I'm not, especially, like, so the first time these whole tactical lever guns thing started coming out.
1: Have you, had, have you had Jake's dad on? Like, he's a reloading mastermind. I actually like to have the both of them together on the show. So I think it would be cool. I was learning how to, like, set up Redding dies on a Redding T7 by watching Jake's dad's videos, and I literally realized it was Jake's dad. At nationals,
2: <laughs> and he's talking about Jake Millard, who is leading the AG Cup series before coming here. See, she's, she's way better at this. Seventeen years old.
0: Yeah, and is and his
2: dad has coached him, and yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, like she's not only the looks, dude. She's she's, she's brain. the brain. I do the, the nerdy stuff. She's the yeah. Like, you're the nerd. I'm the nerd. She's the brains.
1: So I just like looked at Jake and his dad, and I was like, oh yeah, let me say, didn't give any background. Like she's a pro. She's a pro. Everybody and th- at
2: home is like, what is he talking about? And
1: just FYI, yeah. all of this is happening
0: behind her back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she's just like, oh, yeah, Jake Millard. Yeah, Oh, yeah, by the way, Jake Millard is this guy who's doing this. See, she's on it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, Jake. Like, these people that are listening to me know what the hell I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, you know, Jake, John, Jim, one of them.
1: Yeah, three wise men. So my recommendation, maybe have Mad Pig Customs on there. Because lever guns are hot right now. I mean, if you open up the Instagrams and you scroll through guns, you're gonna see a sweet ass lever gun, right? And they're doing all the trick shit with lever guns, so it's maybe a little outside of the wheelhouse of pers- precision. Yeah, examine your zipper. Um, hey there, little friend. Little is keyword. Um, Brennan Haywood, everybody. Um. Dick slap you without even getting up from the damn chair. Okay. So we got, we. Got, oh, we digressed. <laughs> that sweet. was the wrong. That was the wrong visual. Um, <laughs> I hope they didn't uh, hear those words. Two on inch, the two inch gang down the toilet hole. uh So here we go. <laughs> that's what happens when you start shit with me when I sit. Down yeah, lever, 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 lever guns. That sounds super head. cool yep, on it, like. They, they're they outside of the wheelhouse of general precision rifle shooting. But, like, if you guys are talking about hunting, like, I know my buddy just took a deer with a 045 d lever gun, like, like a Marlin stainless. Like, sent me a picture in the tree stand, and then 45 minutes later, he's got a buck down on the ground. Like... So now they're getting into the tactical lever guns and everything like that. Cool I hated jobs. those for
0: like the first week, and then they kind of started to grow on me. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. Like they're weird. I bought a lever gun, and then had Harrison uh, Servos from Servos Custom Firearms cut it back, uh, thread the end of it, and now I can put my Obsidian 45 on there, and I can shoot my 4570 suppressed. I've got videos of that on my on my Instagram. It is so sweet. Brandon's got a can on his 30-30. Yep. Like, and I'm bound and determined. to. Uh, so Hornady finally started selling the 175 grain Sub-X subsonic hunting bullet as a component. You didn't have to buy loaded ammo to get it. I, I've got like 400 of them at the house. I'm bound and determined. As soon as hogs start showing up on the field, I can hunt again. I'm going to kill a hog with a freaking suppressed 30-30 running subs. Because I want to see if they panic like they do when I shoot in semi-auto. Or if the first one drops and they all rest of them look at him like, Bob, what's wrong? You got a stomach ache or something? What's up with you? Yeah. Like, what, what happened? Like, it's just cool. So, like, I don't want to say, like, go off the beaten path of what the shooter's mindset has built, but, like.
2: We've done some different shows. We've done some archery shows. Ooh. Mm, yeah, we had.
1: So I can put you in contact with two phenomenal <laughs> young female archery shooters. And maybe get them on the uh, their the Robert girls, and they're shooting twenty-two NRL twenty-two stuff, and they're shooting PRS stuff. Like they're yeah, they're ridiculous. Cool. That sounds they're like ridiculous. A fun show. Yeah, and their dad's just as nice as can be. Jason's awesome. But any any last plugs? I've, that's the second time I've asked it.
0: Uh, did I say podcast? We do podcasts, too. We're on all of the – well, I don't know how many there are. But we use Anchor, and we're on most major podcast platforms just at The Shooter's Mindset.
1: Yep. There you go. I mean, same thing I do is the Anchor.fm. So if you go to Anchor.fm, you can find them, which probably kicks out to Spotify and Apple and everything else mm-hmm. like that. So just shoot, search The Shooter's Mindset wherever you listen to podcasts and hit them up. Well, I want to thank you guys. I've I've kept you here for entirely two. It's over an hour because we did fifteen minutes before this thing shut off. So, I definitely want to thank you for your time, ma'am, sir, Greg. <laughs> like
0: shout out to Energizer prov- for providing our second set of batteries yes. for this podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, unofficial unofficial supporter of the podcast. Awesome. <laughs> thank <laughs> you guys. We'll see you the rest of the weekend. Thank Let's you. Let's go drink some more beer.
0: Yes. <laughs>